0: okay welcome to the final uh regular season episode of pacific down and distance where we're going to have a look at the way week 18 played out with all the uh all the NFL teams uh, playing their last game of the season. 14 will kick on to the playoffs and another 18 will say goodbye to until next September. Now, before we get into it, a quick reminder about uh, the Sports Social Podcast Network. So you'll find our, our show advertised on there. They've got a lot of other sports shows featuring a lot of different sports in a lot of different parts of the world. So strongly encourage you guys to go and have a listen, have a look at the website and check out some of their other content where you can now for the review we're going to go around the nfl so we're going to do the two uh, we're going to go alternate between afc and nfc we'll do divisions at a time so every all eight divisions had eight in division matchups this weekend so we'll go division by division starting in both of the east divisions which were easily the two strongest in their respective conferences as the year went on And to kick off, we'll go to the AFC East where there were... The two matches were New England at Buffalo and New York Jets at Miami. Now, just a reminder before we get to the results of what was on the line here. So, we didn't talk about it last week because it happened after our show. There was a well-publicized injury to DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills' safety on Monday Night Football, which suspended and then ultimately canceled the match between... Uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati, and as a result, that match will not be played, and Buffalo uh, went into this needing to win to secure their number two seed. They were no longer able to get to the number one seeding. They won't necessarily miss out on a home AFC championship match, even if they were to play the team that did finish number one, who we'll get to later on. Uh, but uh, we will have more to say about the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident during the week when we have a special guest on to preview the playoffs. But uh, for New England, they needed to win. If they would win that, the match, they were into the playoffs, no matter what happened elsewhere. Uh, the other game was between the New York Jets and Miami, both teams having had much better years than they had in uh, in 2021 and before however both teams uh seasons went into free four around the middle of the year for various differing reasons we'll get to that shortly a miami win coupled with a patriots loss uh was going to get them in though so uh, they were a chance going into the match of getting the number seven seed. So we'll start with the big Buffalo at New England. Sorry, New England was at Buffalo uh, match. uh, The first game Buffalo had played since DeMar Hamlin's incident uh, injury on Monday night. Buffalo won the match 35 to 23. They recovered from an extremely difficult and draining week to secure that two seed. Uh, They also uh, put uh, New England's season on ice uh, and sent them out for the year uh, that The context for that, obviously, during the Tom Brady years in New England, it was often the other way around. So it's significant for Buffalo to be doing that. They did end New England season last year in the playoffs as well. Now, the highlights were definitely the two kickoff return touchdowns by Naheem Hines. Uh, the first of them came on the very opening play of the match before he did even have a snap. Uh, that gave voice to the whole stadium, put a smile on faces after everything that had happened with DeMar Hamlin. And uh, to do it twice was frankly remarkable. Uh, That hasn't been done since 2010, and especially not under these circumstances, obviously. Now, the game itself, both quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Mac Jones for the Bills and Patriots, respectively, both threw 250 yards and three touchdowns apiece. Unfortunately for the Pats, Mac Jones also threw three picks. Uh, And that was another area that basically proved costly for the Patriots along with the special team. So they were in playoff spot for most of the day as it happened. Um, The loss didn't help. We'll get to why in a minute. But uh, lots of uncertainty for them in the offseason. Probably you'd say on the balance of play, Mac Jones will keep his position at quarterback, but there's still a lot else to work out there. And there will be some commentators even saying that the coach, Bill Belichick's role is uncertain. Uh, for Buffalo yes we'll talk about their uh, opponent in a minute but they play host to the seven seed in the next round uh, in the first round in the wild card round and like I mentioned off the top they will not play a road game in the playoffs if they are to make the uh, the AFC championship so they need to win their wild card and then their divisional match uh, they would play uh, a home game unless it's against Kansas City in which case it would be at a neutral venue, so more to come on that. Now, the other game, New York Jets at Miami, it ended up being 11-6 in favour of the Dolphins, a uh, bit of an unusual scoreline there too. Now, no touchdowns in this match at all, so uh, literally it was uh, two field goals for the Jets, three field goals and a late, late safety for the Dolphins. Uh, the five decisive points came uh, right at the end, so... Uh, the uh, the uh, Miami, the only team who were playing for anything in this match, uh, got the decisive field goal oh, very deep, very deep in uh, in the last couple of minutes. and as the Jets were chasing the match uh, on the very last play, The safety uh, occurred when they kept going backwards with their hooks and ladders and all that stuff. So the quarterbacks today, Joe Flacco and Skylar Thompson for the Jets and Dolphins respectively. Neither neither team's optimal scenario there. And whilst there were no turnovers, it was a slow burn as a match as a result. The Dolphins get the win they needed to qualify, so it'll be them that plays the Bills. Uh, they've probably earned that on the balance of the season and I think it's fair to call out that when their first choice quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, has been fit, they've pretty much won all their games. You know, there was one game where he got injured during the match and they uh, they fizzed out and then there were the uh, the games against the Dolphins and the, sorry, they are the Dolphins, the game against the Packers on Christmas Day and the Bills the week before where he was uh, in the match until sort of late last quarter. Uh, but otherwise, they've, they've been pretty good when he's been there and he's not been able to play the last two weeks. He's still in doubt for next week as well, incidentally. Uh, but Miami got in there on a tiebreaker with Pittsburgh as well. So they're there on merit. Uh, the Jets, they're going to rue their quarterback play this year along with uh, a couple of the really key injuries. Um, in fact, Brees Hall and their offensive line, linesman, uh, Vera Tucker, Elijah Vera Tucker, getting injured the same week. Um, really cruel damn I think they lost six of six straight and seven of eight to finish the year but we'll definitely be seeing them um, playing meaningful matches this time next year as long as they use their draft position well and Bryce Hall gets back from his uh, knee rico. okay now we'll go from the N sorry the AFC East over to the NFC East Two critical games here, New York Giants at Philadelphia and then Dallas at Washington. Now, Philadelphia have been basically the number one team in the entire NFC all season, but they hadn't been in a position to seal it until last week when they blew it with a loss to New Orleans. Uh, That was their second straight loss after losing to Dallas on Christmas Eve. Dallas were playing at Washington simultaneously and uh, if Philly had slipped up in this match and Dallas had won, Uh, dallas would have actually taken them out not only of the number one seed in the division but in the entire conference so it was a critical one for philadelphia to win they did 16 22 points to 16. Uh, we'll get to the cowboys commanders game in a moment but just on the eagles so look it has to be called out the giants were locked into the sixth seed no matter what happened so they really were resting a lot of starters Uh, Philly were trying to regain form after two straight losses They held their lead for most of the game But they did actually really struggle to kill off the Giants Uh, They've kept the one seed They had it all all season So it would have been quite a surprise And a disappointment to lose it on the last day They were very unconvincing though They'll get a bye next week uh, And they get home field advantage For as long as they're in the playoffs uh, for the Giants, Davis Webb made his debut after five uh, five years as a journeyman backup. Played reasonably well, um, including steamrolling a, uh, an Eagles defender in getting a rushing touchdown when most uh, regular quarterbacks would have taken an E or something. Uh, look, the Giants go to Minnesota for the playoffs. That's uh, locked in. We'll get to the Vikings a bit later, but that'll be on next week. And I just should call out that Jalen Hurts was back for Philadelphia this week uh, after a a couple of weeks out, coinciding with a couple of their losses. All right, now, so the Cowboys were basically um, irrelevant. Their result was irrelevant to the playoff settings, uh, given what we know. Uh, the, The two matches were played simultaneously, so as far as the Cowboys knew, they were still alive, but they really were never in this match. They lost it 26 points to six. Uh, Disaster for them, put up one of their worst performances of the season, and they really were the only team playing for anything in this match because the Commanders were eliminated last week. Multiple special teams debacles early on, and a bad day for Dak Prescott at quarterback, who racked up only 128 yards and had a bad intercept in the mix as well. For the Commanders, whose season was officially wrapped up last week rather suddenly, too, they played Sam Howe at quarterback, made his debut as as a rookie. He was definitely impressive Threw a touchdown on his very first pass from short field. And he found both uh, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, the two leading commanders wide receivers for 70 yards uh, plus each. Still some uncertainty at quarterback. Uh, you'd think going into the off season, uh, Tyler Heineke and Carson Wentz have also played there this year. Head coach uh, position also probably up for debate. There is often a lot of, dismissals on the Monday after the last day of the regular season and Washington will certainly be on a watch list there. But I think in a difficult division, a competitive division, it's been a pretty good season mostly for them. So to be unlucky if Ron Rivera was to lose his job. Uh, for Dallas, they go to Tampa Bay during the playoffs and Tampa Bay will get to them later with by far the weakest of the NFC division winners and that will be the Monday night match. We'll take a break and come back with a couple more divisions. Okay, so we'll move back to the AFC. It's the AFC North Division up next. Now, we mentioned the incident with Damar Hamlin that's put him in what, well, you know, intensive care in a Cincinnati hospital that happened in Cincinnati on Monday night. Now, Baltimore played Cincinnati today. Cincinnati obviously also had their Week 17 match cancelled as a result. So the stakes here were that originally uh, this could have been a divisional battle. It sort of was in the end, but Baltimore had to win. Uh, and even if they had won, they only would have won the right to a coin toss for the uh, for the hosting rights for the divisional match, uh, for the card match. But as it happened, Cincinnati won the game. 16 points, uh, 27 points to 16. That seals the division for them. Uh, they will have the number three seed in the playoffs. Uh, we'll get to the, the playoff match in a moment, but just quickly on this game, uh, the uh, Baltimore were quarterbacked entirely by Anthony Brown today, who I must confess, even I had not heard of uh, before today. He threw for 286 yards, but also two intercepts and a fumble. Uh, and I think the prevailing view here is that the Ravens, whose who's first choice, obviously, is Lamar Jackson, and their second choice is Tyler Huntley. There's no way they could win a playoff match with today's lineup. There were a few other strategic rests. I think the Ravens definitely wanted to win the game, but with the results elsewhere, including the Jacksonville uh, result last the uh, prior night, the Saturday night in America, that probably settled their thinking on the Ravens, and they decided to play only the players they absolutely needed to. Cincinnati will be relieved to conclude a particularly tough week with a home final, home playoff match even, and it's a winnable rematch for them too. Jamar Chase being back in form helps them too, he had a lot of catches today for some good yardage. Uh, The two sides will play a rematch next week in the very same stadium. It's unclear at this point who would be quarterbacking for the Ravens, whether Huntley might be able to get back, or indeed our optimal scenario, Lamar Jackson. He has been injured for quite a few weeks, though, and his return date has been uh, a bit unclear. So we'll have to see there. Now, there was one other game uh, in this division. It didn't really have playoff implications, given we've already told you what happened with Miami. But Cleveland went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh won that game 28-14. to uh, That meant that they played their role in keeping their playoff hopes alive, but uh, ultimately uh, they were doused already in Florida. The coach, Mike Tomlin for Pittsburgh, had never in his 15 years had a season that did not have a positive win-loss record or a winning season as they call it in American parlance. and. Believe it or not, uh, they've won a whole swathe of matches down the stretch here and they've kept that record intact. So good on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll go into next year reasonably confident that they've got their guy, so to speak, quarterback as well, Uh, with Kenny Pickett, who's played particularly well in that stretch, and there's lots of optimism around them. Now, you can't say the same thing about Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, sorry, the controversial quarterback formerly of Houston, is up and running. But it's still very patchy. He had two touchdowns today, but also two intercepts and a fumble. They've got a very similar problem to what Denver has, who've got Russell Wilson on a long-term contract, in that moving on from the quarterback at this point is basically impossible. So you would expect the Browns will have to stick with uh, Watson for now. They're going to need a very solid preseason from him. To make sure that uh, this goes a lot more smoothly next year. In truth, when given that he missed eleven games, they probably had written it off this year anyway. The bit that's awkward for them is that they had Jacoby Preset who played pretty well and has been the, the best backup quarterback in the NFL for quite a while. They've had him, and you know they've pivoted to Watson once the suspension was up. And at this point, you'd have to question whether that was a success or not. Now, the other division with big, uh, big. Impact on the overall seedings today was the NFC West. So we'll go there for now uh, to close out part one today. Now, the first match was the Rams at Seattle. This was the game that would establish whether Seattle would go into Sunday night football in the playoffs or already knocked out. Now, they needed to win. The Rams were long eliminated and uh, going to be uh, waiting a while uh, for, their, for their chance to uh Fight their way back into form They're going to be obviously out of this, this, this year's season But they've had a pretty poor year So they haven't really been in playoff contention for a few weeks now uh, They did play well today though To be fair to them uh, it could prove to be Sean McVay's last match. There's been reports in the lead-up to it that he's weighing up his options, uh, what he wants to do next. The Rams have got a pretty big rebuild ahead of them because they gave away a lot of draft picks to Detroit uh, to get Matthew Stafford, which worked last year, but uh, certainly uh, had a problem when the bill failed due this year. Their starter today was defender Jalen Ramsey, who obviously was one of their elite players during the Super Bowl winning season. He had two intercepts, he's a defender, so that was uh, massive. He was involved in a controversial, unnecessary roughness call later on, though, too. Um, that, that that led to a field goal opportunity for Seattle, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but uh, Baker Mayfield, a quarterback, not particularly convincing today. His receivers' mind let him down, so it's not all on him. Uh, as for Seattle, very, very slow grind into the game. Geno Smith was picked off extremely early. Uh, He eventually got them going But it was really hard stopping staff The kicker Jason Myers Like I mentioned before He missed a field goal After the big Ramsey penalty That would have sealed the match uh, In regulation Uh, However he did get his chance In overtime So uh, that at least gave Seattle life Going into Sunday night football uh, Where they were going to be hoping For a Detroit win over Green Bay Which we will tell you about In part 2 Okay, just to finish off uh, this half of the NFL, Arizona at San Francisco, not a huge amount riding on this. Look, technically, had San Francisco lost the game, they're at risk of giving up the number two seeding. They wouldn't have really expected to be in that race until last week's results fell their way anyway. They actually ended up walloping uh, the Cardinals 38-13. They got off to a shaky start, though. And uh, J.J. Watt, the future Hall of Famer, playing his last ever NFL match for Arizona. Uh, He had an early sack too, so it was an early touchdown for the Cardinals and an early influence to Watt, and it did look a bit uh, shaky for the Niners, but they got a handle on the match. Brock Purdy continues to impress, even though he started the season as their third-choice quarterback and was the very last pick in last year's draft. They'll be in no hurry at all to rush back Jimmy G, today uh for the playoffs given that purdy had three touchdowns today uh elijah mitchell caught two of those touchdowns so it's another attacking option for them coming coming to life in time for the playoffs they're 10 wins straight come from nowhere to get that number two seed and at least two home games you'd think if they were to win next week uh we'll tell you who their opponent is in part two of this uh this show but uh it will be the seventh seed so it'll either be seattle or the Green Bay Packers. As for Arizona, their season is finally over. Another tough day at quarterback, fourth choice, David Blau, taking the bulk of the snaps. Uh, He threw two picks and a fumble. Look, their hopes really were gone before Kyler Murray went down with an injury and knee Rico to boot. Uh, uh, That was against the 49ers the first time around. But, look, it's been a disastrous season for them. Uh, Their coach is another one that will be watching the uh, so-called Black Monday uh, with uh, trepidation uh, to see what happens there, but yeah, just a forgettable season for the Cardinals, and they'll be glad to get to the off season. Now we've uh, wrapped up half the comp there. We'll uh, we'll call episode part one done and in the books. Stay tuned for part two. It'll be released not long after this one. We'll speak to you there. <laughs>